And good day, everybody. Welcome to the 2628 Infopod. We're joined by Sheree McNair and Gary Flynn from the Snowy Monero Council. And they're here to talk about Beredale Beautification Program. And we're going to get down to a few facts of what's been going on and what's going to happen. So hopefully you'll be able to relay some of this information for the one or two people who are actually listening to everybody else out there when it's time to ask questions of what's moving forward and how far we're going to go ahead with the plans that the council have involved and maybe some some other people in the community who also have suggestions that might uh, influence the, the outcome of the overall project. So I'll do a quick introduction to Sherry. How are you today, mate? Well, thank you. Thanks for having us. No worries. It's been a bit of a, uh, a task to get here because everyone's really busy and I've just come back from two weeks' holidays in Bali. So, yeah. If you like, we've come back from two weeks' council work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rather be in Bali. Yeah. And, Sherry, your, your position in the council is town so, planner, is that correct? No, no, manager of corporate projects. Okay, I cool. leave the town planning to others. All right. And that's, but sits in the structure of somewhere, like you're the boss of those guys, or how, how does that work with the beautification program? So we're a division of council that sits in the strategy portfolio uh, under the chief strategy officer, but we, um, to a certain extent, are a discrete unit of council. We have around anywhere between 50 and $70 million worth of capital works program uh, underway. So that's everything from Bobian Road through to the Berridale Beautification Project. Um, we've currently got one of our project managers on loan to the Uniting Church in Dindabyne to help them out. Um, with the project that they were funded and weren't able to deliver. And then Gary, who's part of our team, is one of one of eight of us that are delivering capital projects all over the region. How many projects you got on at the moment? Well, we're probably up to around 40, 45. So it's quite a few. And uh, Gary, good day, mate. How are you hey, going? Yeah, very good, thanks. Before the, the uh, podcast started, Gary and I had a good chat about his, his golfing and uh, you had an interesting story about being in the region where you go to a golf course and there's nobody else there. Yeah, it's unreal. It's the best place to learn. You can go down to the golf course and be the only people there. Yeah. yeah it's unreal. The wife likes it because she's at the start of playing golf. Her golf career. Her golf career, yeah. She's nearly better than me, <laughs> <laughs> which was well, it's not too hard. Yeah. What, what handicap do you play off? I don't know. I can't achieve a handicap yet. All right. <laughs> I'm outside of that. So it's not your swing? <laughs> no, 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 no. Swing's okay? No, no, no. I just, uh, yeah, I slice a lot and I tend to touch a lot of the wood. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The woodworker yeah. around the golf course. Take the chainsaw. Uh, definitely. Well, I get my money's worth. I see a fair bit of the area. That's <laughs> cool, mate. And uh, what's your position? I know that Sherry briefly mentioned uh, your position in the council. So how do you fit into the, the picture, mate? And how does it relate to the, the beautification program? Berrydale Village Master Plan. The plan, sorry. It's yep. part of uh, one of the projects that I'm delivering at the moment. I've only been here for about a year and a half. I've delivered some projects in uh, Bombala, and that's that's basically what I do. Project gets approved, uh, funding becomes available, put a you know a scope of works together, a project plan, and then I go out and deliver the project for the community. But we need to get around very quickly and ask both of you podcasting. Have you ever been on one before, Sherry? Not a podcast. I've okay. done news. I've done kind of other television programs, but not. Podcasting. Right. So not as professional as this. I used to have to wear a dinosaur suit occasionally at the Queensland Museum. 
can appear on the news. <laughs> How old were you then? In my thirties. <laughs> <laughs> The marketing team looked for uh, enthusiastic individuals that they could twist the arm to actually uh, assist them when we had um, late night openings and those sorts of things. So, oh, excellent! Yes, Gary's new to podcasting radio. Gary, Gary, your next podcast is that something that you've delved into? No, never. No, never been on a podcast. Don't have any social media. Um, and I probably won't know how to access this podcast later on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about that very briefly, actually, to make it more accessible to those people who are finding it far hard to find. A podcast, Sherry, do you listen to any podcasts? I do. I've, do got, I've got a Spotify subscription. So um, between me and the other half, we both have lots of podcasts that we listen to and, and music and everything else. So Yeah, nice. And you got any, got one I can put me on to because I'm getting a bit bored with all the podcasts I listen to? Um. This one. This is where you say this one. This one. one. (laughs) 2628. I'll let let you into it, you know. Where's your marketing skills? Yeah, definitely 2628. And talk about marketing skills, I'm going to give myself a little plug here before we get into the nitty-gritty detail of uh, the Berrydale Beautification Plan. I've got to stop saying program. And it's for a little business I'm going to put forward as a podcast host. And I have two ideas for people now. There's only two ways live for the rest of your life, right? A, you've got to run your own podcast, or B, you've had to at least been on one podcast. So that's my little um, you know, marketing strategy. <laughs> so everybody out there who's listening, if you don't run one, if you haven't been on one, I've got the, the business for you. And we're going to call it Chit Chat Potty Pod, where we sit down and have a chit chat about anything you like into today's subject. So we've got two uh, council employees here to talk about the the Berrydale Beautification Plan. And, and it's traditionally with podcasts, we want to just know a little bit more about the background of each individual so anyone out there can uh, understand where they're coming from, where you're from, what's your education and what are your work experiences. Where you go, mate. So I grew up in Melbourne. Uh, so I'm an urban dweller. Um, I've probably split my life equally between Melbourne Europe and Australia, so Melbourne, Europe, and then elsewhere in Australia, so Sydney, Brisbane, and here, here in Berrydale, because we're I'm a Berrydale local, so I'm um, from France to Berrydale. Tick, tick the box. Um, so education was in Melbourne. Um, I completed my masters at Monash University um, in a slightly unrelated industry, which is museums and galleries, um, but a large focus of that was projects. So I've been. Everything from um, anyone that remembers the Melbourne Winter Masterpieces exhibitions at the National Gallery of Victoria, I used to project manage those. So exhibitions management is a derivative of project management. Uh, so mostly done at state and federal level. Um, head of exhibitions for the International Program for Tate Gallery in London for a number of years. Then back here, did the tree change. The other half uh, had, had had enough of Sydney. Um, so we moved down here to some land that we owned and decided to finish building our house. So we um, we got in before the rush, before the multi-subdivisions and the boom of Berrydale. Mm. So I think there was still only – I think Berrydale was trailing Bombala when we actually moved here in terms of um, of um, dwellings. So you grew up in Melbourne, yep. worked out of Sydney and Worked Melbourne, in Sydney, worked and, in Brisbane, and, and Melbourne, overseas. And overseas, so short stint in France, most of it in London – um, another stint in Edinburgh. Um, all of those roles have required me to travel to everywhere 
places cool. like Bangladesh, South Korea, so Seoul, um, cool. all over the place. So yeah. Wow. So that's me. That's that's the history of me, in a nutshell. Long way around to get to Berrydale. Yeah. So unlike most Berrydaleans, you're not hiding from anything. No. No. Oh, cool. Okay. No. So um, is that a thing here? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Thanks, Sherry. So, Gary, uh, over to you, mate. Uh, what's where you're from? Uh, your background in education and the work, the different work experience you've had that might be relevant. Uh, most of, I've been in Queensland for most of my life. Um, I work with the Department of Transport Main Roads. I, I can't go too far back because I'm too old, but I can go back as far as uh, Queensland Transport. I was there for 21 years in Queensland. Uh, then I left there and went to the private sector as a project manager, and I left there and went to the private sector as a national manager of a small business. And it, had, it was based in Queensland, but also had depots in Sydney and Canberra. And I travelled between the three. And before COVID, I was planning on uh, escaping and taking off over to Spain, but then COVID came along. And so the wife and I were thinking, where will we go? And we like skiing. We brought the kids down here every year for about six years. So we decided to move down here. That's how we got here. Oh, cool. So did you have the job here before you came down or decided uh, no, to well, up stumps and go? Uh, no, we'd, uh, we'd um, yeah, we actually did. We bought the block of land and we moved to Canberra so we were closer to the block of land and getting a house, house organised while I was, and then I started applying for jobs. It has been good? Yeah, yeah, it's, okay. it's good. It's good. <laughs> Project management's good. It's always different. And there's a lot of varying things that the council deliver that I've never done before, you know, like playgrounds and don't get exposed to in main roads or yeah. private sector. We've got a colleague that refers to us as the team that gets to have all the lollies because yeah. we're getting the money from most of our projects aren't paid for by ratepayers. They're paid for by taxes that go into state government and federal government coffers. So we are delivering projects that are largely grant funded mm-hmm. and they're usually they're nice to have things. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. so, you know, we get to have all the ribbon cutting moments. You must have good applications then if you're getting lots of grants. So far, so good. <laughs> Don't know whether that's going to change. I think the grants environment at a state level's shifting. All uh, right. Yeah. Yep. The politics of it all. I, I, I'm so like, non, I'm not apolitical, I'm non-political. It's very unfortunate from an intelligence point of view, but sometimes I think, well, you know what? I must be thinking about other things that are more important. Then when it comes to applying for those grants, because with my little bit of experience applying, applying for grants for the RSL... To get stuff done at the memorial, dead set pain in the ass, and uh, yeah, I don't like that process. But anyway, that's what goes on in some of your your work in the background, eh? When you do administrational stuff. Well, that's how we got the Berrydale Beautification Project, the next stage of the master plan, funded. So correct, yeah, twenty billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Is that what I heard? Twenty billion. You might have heard that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I heard at the pub. It may not, yeah, it may not be too accurate, but. Yeah. Different really? minister these days, so I don't think we can get away with that. Very hard to get Berrydalans to trust anyone, you know what I'm saying? Haven't noticed. Hence hence the purpose of this podcast. <laughs> so you'll trust me, don't you? Shall be nervous. The three or four that are out there. Okay, so let's get away from the uh, the niceties and, and jump into the, the beautification plan. Some background to the Berrydale beautification plan. What What is it that – oh, I'll start again. I won't start again. I'll just relay some information that I've heard that this stuff has been going on for 10 years, 15 years. I've been here for 12 years, so it's probably maybe 15 years they've had plans in arrears. Are you aware of those? Can you elaborate and just bring us up to speed very quickly 
of what happened in the past and where we are uh, right now. Am I taking this one for yeah, the team, Gary? Yep. yep. Okay. This, one. <laughs> this is I wasn't, I wasn't this, here. This is investigative <laughs> journalism. Neither folks. was I. <laughs> well, um, neither was I. <laughs> so, from what I understand, and, and part of it was, I, I suppose, the way that we work within our projects team is that we work with every other section of council. So a lot of them have plans, they've got projects, they've got designs, and a lot of things are at weird kind of holding points. There was a commitment to do something and for whatever reason it didn't happen and got put on a shelf and no one's picked it up or they're not resourced to or they've got no idea what they're doing. So a lot of those things kind of get lobbed into our office and we kind of go, what's this? Mm -hmm. Can can we do this? Mm -hmm. Is there money for this? Does it make sense? So we, we tend to unpick a lot of things. And then we try and look for the money and then we have the conversation with the community. What is this? What is this thing that we've inherited? Mm-hmm. And to a certain extent, we take the approach of we acknowledge what's happened in the past with a particular project, but actually by the time it comes to us, it's probably been on the shelf gathering dust for a bit or it's gotten super contentious and just needs a complete kind of refresh. And that's how we take it. It's like, well, community, we know there's bits and pieces welcome to come and give us a kind of chapter and verse of what the history is, but at the end of the day we've got X amount of money, X amount of time, appetite of this from council for us to do it. It ties in with what our water and wastewater teams are doing or our roads teams are doing, so let's kind of move ahead. We're, we're mm-hmm. kind of very active people. We like to get stuff done. So um, we there's lots of reports, lots of documents, lots of nasty emails, lots of minutes from council meetings um, and essentially Veridale's got a drainage problem. (laughs) It's not particularly glamorous but at the end of the day it's got a bit of a drainage problem and it's split in two halves by the highway running down the middle. So at the end of the day the, the early stages of the project were supposed to kind of deal with some of those things. If you come back right down to the basics of what the project was, it was supposed to be let's deal with the drainage and let's try and create a centre of town that's actually a really nice place for people to engage with. Somewhere in there, the, the um, golf course was renamed, so the Coolmatong name kind of came into existence, so people acknowledge the existence of the Coolmatong Creek, uh, which is flooded on some days and dry on others. Uh, and then, of course, you can't turn into Mayak Street if you've got bad weather. So all is of that, those things... Is that the Coolmatong Creek, is it? Yeah, yeah, that runs out the front. Didn't know what so the name was. Yeah, Um <laughs> So, so all those things combined and then there was the discussion around the um, memorial park and the trees. So from what I understand that became a very heated discussion. Um, council staff um, under whichever direction they were given at the time had marked up some of the trees to be taken out on the advice of either an arborist or based on the plans that have been. Um, from Gary and my perspective, it's kind of like, that was then. We're actually kind of throwing it all out. What we have is a concept plan. So no detail. So when you get a concept plan, you kind of say, well, we want we want some play equipment or we want to move the toilets or we don't want to move the toilets or we have to retain the park or we need to make turning right out of Kosciuszko Road, Jindabyne Road, mm-hmm. kind of easier. Um, all of those things kind of get thrown into a pot. We look at the designs that's there, but generally speaking, by the time we get from there to a detailed design, it changes quite a bit. And there's a lot of people to consult in that mm. period of time. So as much as that history's there and there's a lot of emotion still attached to those things, um, we've tried to address some of those things with the project, which Gary can talk about. So, you know, the heritage side of things. Okay, we'll put some money aside for the heritage advisor to come in. 
Um, so the history is is long, and it's not to say that it's not relevant to the way that we deliver the project. But there was a lot of tensions between the community and council, and that's not how we like to work. So um, we've gone with kind of okay, we've got a concept. We'll get an engagement group together, which Gary will talk about, and we'll go from there. The pig. Yes, PG. I love the pig. We'll get onto the pig later. I've been keeping that one up my sleeve. I've got a a new name for the acronym. Mm. So, (laughs) so sorry, just to bring us up to speed then, with the background of all the other plans, so-called plans, I wasn't aware of all these other plans, but I've been informed about them by many people. They're now quashed and we're going with the new plan, correct? We have them as a reference. So, um, you've got everything from road designs to and to a certain extent we've got to take into account there's development activity on both sides of the highway um what that looks like what the population growth is going to look like transport for new south wales has certainly changed a lot um you'd know mark how difficult it is to get the highway closed even for a couple of hours on anzac day it's sort of Mm -hmm. becoming an impossibility um so gary ends up with a bit of a, a document set that we refer to you pull out the bits that are still relevant that the community is still very much attached to out of all of those proceeding. There might be 20. Um, the concept design that we're sitting on, which is the one that council paid a lot of money for, for a landscape designer to kind of come in and churn through all those things, which is pretty founded in pretty good landscape design principles. And then that goes into a new brief. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't doesn't get thrown out. We, no, we, no. we spend a lot of time reading and reviewing documents. Yep. Gary, you got anything to add? Uh, I agree. Um, from my point of view, I do. I'd go back and I read a lot of the information of the, that happened previously, just so it's in my head and I know what, what uh, some sort of expectation of the community. And as far as all the old documents go, uh, we don't reinvent the wheel. Like Cherie said, if there's been survey done, uh, hydrology reports, all of those things to create drawings, we yep. want to reuse those as much as we can, so we can save as much money as we can. But also, um, I, my, I'm a bit more tunnel visioned because I'm delivering the project. So for me, it's basically there's my there's my you know a rough scope of items that need to be delivered uh, by that due date in consultation with the community. So I, the community and I through the project engagement group will just really focus on that piece of work, not not the whole of Berrydale, if you like, or the other stages within the master plan. Oh, yeah, gotcha, yep. Yeah, so we're just doing the stage three, so I'll really drill down on that. And stage one was doing up the concept in the first place? Because just uh, very briefly for those out there, I did attend a meeting last year. There was about half a dozen of us there, and you had the master plan all laid out on a you know nice long piece of paper. It wasn't a mud model, was it? <laughs> I don't think it was 3D. Uh, and... There were stages to the plan. I'm, I know I missed that because I was late. I was at the wrong location, as you all know. How many stages? And you're saying you're delivering stage three. So just tell us about one, two, and three, and if there's any more stages after that. Well, one and two are already in place. Uh, yep, I believe so two was the, the car, car park. park out okay. the front of the post office yep. and the club. Yep. yep. Uh, three uh, takes in mainly the drainage issue, uh, yep. all the way from, I'd say, west of Oliver uh, through the Lions Park across Mayak Street all the way down to the other side of Park Street. Yep. Uh, and also uh, it does have, there is a little bit of room in Stage 3 that I can pick up a couple of the things in Stage 4 and 5. A couple of those seem to be entered into the deed as well. 
a little bit of work around the amenities, uh, tidy up around the um, playground area, uh, and a bit of vegetation work. Um, and, and then four and five, honestly, I don't remember off the top of my head. Oh, cool. They're, they're the sections outside the pub. Yeah, the so there was the side of town. yeah. So it's on the other side of the highway, and it was to kind of re-imagine, re-envisage the giant car park that's out the front of the the pub. Yeah, the vacant area. Yeah, we should turn it into like a, a um, what do they call it? AA building. <laughs> I can edit that out. Pub. I'll probably <laughs> just leave it in there. Not funny, right? Eh? So <laughs> we can get them as they come out the door. That's right. <laughs> Out of one door into the next. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, so we're at stage three now. You, we'll move on to the, the PEG, the PEG. Uh, the, the, and my acronym is oh, – sorry if I keep on saying this. It's, it's, uh, I call the, the Berrydale Beautification Plan the Beautification Program because I think when there's a program, things are going on as opposed to just planning, 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 planning. Everyone's planning all the time. Nothing ever happens. So I call it a program. So I've called it the, the – the performance endurance group. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. we're going to perform nice. over a long period of time. Need to endure, yeah. endure, the, endure me. Yeah. The feedback from the right. from the community. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, I, I, but, but but it is called the project engagement group. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is. So tell us a little bit about how that group and who's in the group and how it's going to help you moving forward. Uh, myself in the group. Uh, yourself uh, also. Lions. The Lions yeah, so representative. I've been invited for the RSL. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not just the, the man around town, important, you know. Well, you do the conjure. podcast, so you <laughs> Thank you. You get to wear multiple yeah, so hats. This, this is my <laughs> contribution <laughs> to the PEG, that's the it. podcast. Thank you for fucking. So, so then, it's uh, the RSL, the Lions, and that's it. And then community <laughs> <laughs> and then community members. Uh, we had a, we've put an application form up on the webpage, on the council website. Uh, and I think about five or six people have um, applied for the PEG. Oh, Close, cool. Closes it's on the thirtieth. on the thirtieth. That's uh, a couple of days away. This podcast will come out after the uh, the application date is closed. They are stakeholders in different areas within the the planning, you know, environment. So if anyone out in the community can just go and talk to those individuals anyway, and yes. and they represent the the feelings and pass on any. Relevant and important stuff to you yes. guys, uh, to the group, yeah? Yes, part of the application was um, to outline how you represent the community. And so, being that I'm in the group, when are we getting together? Uh, uh, not not far after the 30th. The <laughs> I thought first. you were say not sure. <laughs> and, uh, it'll be July for sure. Oh, it's cool, July. Yeah, we'll finalise the group um, and get together. Very good. Um, Your first order of business is to work out who you're going to be sitting around the table with. Won't. <laughs> not, not just you, <laughs> the group of you. Yes, That's very good. Yeah. Once they know I'm involved, <laughs> they'll probably all leave. It'll just be you and me, Gary. On task. On task. Very good. Well, don't um, crack the whip too hard, mate. No, but, yeah. But it'll be it'll be heavily driven by the community within the boundaries of the scope, which is to fix the drainage issue. Oh, cool. And then then we'll look at what the community, um, what their likes and dislikes, and what they want to vary. It'll mainly around the scope of work. Right, no worries. As long as it's not, you know, $50 million worth of work. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we, <laughs> we do have a budget. 
Yeah, do, do you want to announce the budget? What What did you apply for and what did you receive from your funding application? We got 100%, application, sorry. 100% of what we asked for. 20 billion? So, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was all was previous it? ministers. Was it um, 2 million? No, no, no. 1.2. So just uh, on 1.2. I knew there was so two in there somewhere. 1.1, 1. 1. 1, sorry. <laughs> there was no two. No right. two, 1.1. 1. 1. 1. 1.1. Which is, which is good. It's you know, we, we, um, the way that they manage the funding rounds was a little bit different. We were given advice that we could put forward as many projects as we liked, but we would have a cap of the funding that they would give us. So uh, the state government had a bit of a shift when there were kind of ICAC investigations and looking at how grants were awarded and those sorts of things at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had, um, you know, we had reasonable notice of what we needed to prepare. So we had three projects that we put forward and two of those were the Berrydale master plan projects. So the next stages would, be, would have been great if we could have got the whole lot funded at once because it's a lot more economical for us to obviously do more at yep, once. Yep, yep. Um, and the other was HS and Cottage. Right. So that's, uh, and that one got approved as well? No, no. So oh, we only it? had the one project approved oh, in that round. We missed out on the other two. So, I mean, the good thing about the work that we put into the grant applications is that we've got all of the information. Ready to so go. it's ready to go. So as soon as another funding, because the projects themselves have been endorsed by council, they're things that the council and the community want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as another appropriate fund becomes available, we've got it all there and we can just basically pull that together, check what the criteria are and hit some. And all that, yeah, and all that administration back uh, work won't have to be done again. Yes. So it's, it's not uh, it's not wasted at least. And so uh, the next steps will be to get the group together, the performance group, and Did, to start uh, motivating us. Yep. Start motivating. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Probably outline <laughs> outline uh, the scope of works, the due dates, uh, the timing, and yeah. the scope, and then we'll probably the start of it will be heavily looking at the scope so we can get some concept design right okay that's the first that's the most important thing to get started and, um, and that will happen in july so you, you you call a meeting with the group yes yeah we'll have a meeting uh, at a time that suits everybody get together and yep. uh, you know like any group it takes a few a few meetings to to get things rolling uh, and, and like i said we'll be mainly wrapped around the scope um and then once we get that sorted then we can move into the uh, concept design and away we go cool so you don't have any it's easy. You don't have any deadlines or timelines yet because we're going to wait till we discuss the scope. And uh, we have a, yeah no, I've got a program, uh, a full program of works put together with a lot of um, with a lot of float at different areas. Some things can take longer than, than other, but uh, the due date is uh, February twenty five mm-hmm. for the entire project, and I've got a program already put together. All right, a program. See, it's not a plan; it's a program. <laughs> Thank you. Joe. We're going to get along. There you go. <laughs> Are there any things that you don't think we've covered that you want to bring up? Probably just that we work in with the infrastructure team quite closely. So we work with the manager of water and wastewater. So the wastewater team are looking at um, some sewer upgrades. The Interestingly enough, stormwater sits with our roads team, sits with our infrastructure team. And, and obviously for anyone that drives through Berrydale when it's rained, um, there's clearly some issues around getting the water out of town. Um, we won't be able to address all of that within this project. So it's also mm-hmm. making sure that we work with our comms team to say what we won't be able to do. You know, a million dollars sounds like a lot of money, but actually when you start looking at civil works infrastructure projects, it's not. We'll work with them. So one, they've got an understanding of anything that we don't do that they need to do. So they've got it in their forward program, but also if they're going to dig up the road to resurface it, that they're doing that when Gary's finished so we don't do uh, Yeah, it'll probably go out to the market for about five weeks. Four to five weeks would be... Considered normal. You, uh, a week before that to put all the documentation together and then evaluation uh, 
It's not a, that's not a huge process. The design is the process that takes them and um, getting everyone, making sure everyone's happy with the scope of works. That's generally the thing that takes the longest time. All right. Well, hopefully that will knock that on the head pretty quick. Depends who you choose for the team, mate. The community chose. And we just, we just <laughs> community chose. Community chose, not me. <laughs> I don't remember anyone volunteering me to this thing. Any more shout outs? Anyone that uh, you're involved that got you here this far that you'd like to give acknowledgement to? Shout outs is this funky word that we use instead of saying thank you. Just filling Gary in. Yeah. I'm dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cherie. Thank you very much. Yes. <coughs> Sorry. She was looking at me. <laughs> Any um, other, yeah, any, any shout-outs or any other... Um, depending on when your podcast goes out, uh, it's probably worth mentioning Lee, who's actually in our waste team, and she does it full-time for a job. She is running the Berrydale cleanups on the weekend. So oh. for people on social media, um, we've got one of our staff um, who does it during the week but is so passionate about seeing improvements in the area. She's got a group together to do cleanups. You've just remembered nice. something I can tell from your face. No, no. You're supposed to do it or you haven't? I was oh. just uh, looking at the, the toilet paper that I was really <laughs> waiting for. <laughs> Not everyone likes a podcast, Mark. <laughs> I reckon Gary's come round. I reckon you'll get him back again. Oh, he's got to come back if he's in the team because we've got to give it like a... Uh, we've got to yeah. give an update eventually. Sorry, you want to shout out, mate, to someone? No, uh, no. I was just going to say the updates will be the PEG now. That's right. That's right. And but then I need the podcast. Well, then we've got to get the other <laughs> information from the PEG out there. And that's the other thing I want to say uh, as we finish up and is where can we find more information about pr- the plan, the program, the, the peg in place? Yep. And we'll uh, be where will that information from from mi- minutes from the meetings be displayed, etc., for other people to read in the community if we don't get to the podcast, you know, straight away. Uh, well, we update the web page as from with milestones or updates as a project moves forward. Yep. It may not have everything in it that's in the minutes, mm-hmm. but there'll be an update on the on the program Moving, yeah. on the website. Yes. Sorry, so our website, the council website, where, where no one can find anything. We're um we're responsible for our little corner of the universe on the website. Oh yes. Yep. So our project support officer has admirably, as I put her hand up, but I may have put that up for her, <laughs> um, is learning all the ins and outs of the website. So for people that are looking for project updates, we're not quite there yet. Be kind. Yep. Someone's learning, learning the internets and easy um, to find. Or easier to find. Yes. So all of all of the projects that we're delivering will be one big long list. I think yep. in alphabetical order with some nice pictures and things and, and you should be able to find the projects that we're delivering oh, within cool. that. So yeah. in its own little corner of the website. Nice, nice. Thank you. Thank you. For coming along and filling us in with the details. Normally this time of night I'd be at the club listening to all the non-facts of what's going on. So it's nice to catch up with a, a couple of people who do have the facts and I'll be able to you know, report in to the, all the people down the podcast or they can come and listen they can download the Substack app, which no one's doing because what's a Substack? Well, it's just an app. You can download it and listen to the podcast. But as I'm moving forward, I'll be making the podcast more available uh, on other platforms, Spotify, iTunes, etc. So it's one of the things I'll be doing either tonight or tomorrow. And, I'll, and it'll be called the Chit Chat Potty Pod. There you go, the Chit Chat Potty Pod. And Our comms team will be all over it like a rash. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm not sure how you're going to find it. <laughs> because I'm not sure you want to type in to get where you need to go. But we'll work out that as I move through the process. It might, it might not be called the Chit Chat Potty Pod if someone's stolen that name already. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah same with it's like an Australian Potty thing. Pod sounds like it's very sort of farming related. <laughs> <laughs> so.
Well, we're in the we're in the country. We're in the Why regions. Not? Lots of people with potty things around. Correct. <laughs> so once again, thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Gary, for coming along today. Look forward to the plan and the program <laughs> outcomes as we move forward to 2025, February 2025, when it should be all complete. And yeah, cheers. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. I can easily edit this part out. Oh, no, put your put your thing on. What's that? So you got that one. Oh, or, or we could have done this one. We could have, could have used that throughout the. Oh no, this is what I'm saying. I stayed away from the cheesy, cringy. Yeah, that's after that's after Gary talks. Yeah, done, Sherry. Yeah, top of the class. Yeah, and oh. And we take the jokes and we do the beeps. We move on into fairyland. Yeah, we finished. Where everything (laughs) in Beridale is just an imagination. And (laughs) if you think it, it will happen. And we've cast a spell on you all. All right, I'm going to press the button here. Oh, I didn't press start.